The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. That's right, Minutia Man with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. We are purveyors, surveyors, enthusiasts of the uh, art of minutia. And uh, basically, that just means we we enjoy reading about and learning about things that are completely worthless. Isn't that a good way of describing it, Dave? Yeah, it's like uh, trivial nonsense. I think that would be a tri- way but fun, but fun yeah, trivial exact, nonsense. Harmless, harmless, harmless fun. You know, we're not hurting anybody. Being, being. I mean, we're not uh, doing anything for society. No, we're not promoting no. society. We're not. We're not helping anybody, but we're not hurting anybody. We are providing right? no value, but we are also not part of the cesspool of hate. Exactly, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> and well, by the way, we should thank uh, Hot Doug. Oh yeah, and the Hitmaker. Although the Hitmaker didn't even bother showing up for the <laughs> broadcast, but we'd like to thank Hot Doug for having us on uh, the Untitled Hour uh, at Chicago Taste of Chicago the other day. That was fun. Well, it was fun, and what was really. Uh, we should inform our listeners. And Hot Doug, I don't know if you guys know who Hot Doug is. Um, he used to run Hot Dogs, as his name implies. And he brought a Time Magazine article where he was listed, what was it, like Great Things About America or yeah. something like that? Yeah, like 200 Great Things About America. I think yeah. he, he was number 49, if I remember right. Right. He was 49. Now, I love Doug. Yeah. I you know I I love his sausages I loved the duck fat fries but 49th I mean he he was ahead of like the Rocky Mountains <laughs> and like Mount Rushmore you know and democracy and pedicillin and all these things. now hot wait dog. a minute he is on the Mount Rushmore of hot dog makers well that's that that's true but uh, yeah I I I find that the article was a little overstating his value I'm going to be honest with you okay. Quite frankly. Well, yeah. you know, I, I personally am choosing to uh, decide that we are now in that neighborhood because we share the Radio Misfits podcast network, which, by the way, uh, you can subscribe to our show and rate it and comment it, et cetera, radiomisfits.com. And I believe we're also on, uh, let me, I have a list here. Stitcher. We're, we're on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Just search yep. for Radio Misfits. And you can find Hot Dog. And you can find your good friends at the Minutia Men. Uh, also, we met the uh, game show guys or uh, the the game show. I think we met the whole Radio Misfits family, <laughs> including uh, Radio Misfits King uh, Ed Silla. Was nice to meet him. It was very nice and uh, much better looking in person than I thought so. <laughs> you For a computer guy, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, uh, uh, you know, I'm not gay, but. You know, Mr. Silla's in the short list, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. I, you know, <laughs> I happen to notice that every week you give me a list of gay men that you would go after. Or men that you would well, go yeah. gay for. Right, right. He's not I'm gay. I'm not no. saying he's gay. He's not right. gay. But right. I'm just saying you have, there's a strain there. Yeah. If I could p- get past the sex part of it, I think I could go for it, to yeah. be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, the, any of the gay guys that I would attract would right. not be your A-list gay guy, I don't think. <laughs> I think that's based, uh, safe to say. All right, so what um, do we got minutiae-wise this so, week? So, you know, I'm a little behind the times. I mean, I just learned the Macarena. You know, okay. and I just stopped 
I just stopped drinking tab. But there is a new thing out there now. Tang? You know about? No, tab is what I said. No, Remember I'm just tab. saying the new thing is Tang. Oh, is there? Is Remember Tang? tang? Yeah, the astronaut drink. Yeah, sure. That's pretty is it, new, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, right. But the orange flavor is new. <laughs> okay. The, the original flavor is uh, a long time ago. But the um, have you heard of this Pokemon Go thing? Yes, it's like an obsession in my house. I've got sons. In fact, my son Sean right now, uh, about 20 minutes ago, came up to me and said, Dad, I, can I ride my bike over to the uh, cemetery? I said, oh, sure. What are you doing? I just want to see if there are any Pokemon there. Um, so he wasn't going to, like, visit your dad's grave? No, no. No, of course or not. Or grandpa, grandma, or anything like that. It's purely for video gaming. Right, exactly. So so do you know what this is? I mean, I kind of have a vague idea what it is, is that you're on your smartphone, on the screen, like these little things pop up, but it's virtual reality. So you'll be walking down the street, and it'll pop up, like, in front of you, right? Yeah, is it's that an kind app, of- I guess. It's an app. It's a free app. And I think I saw this morning that there were 7.5 million downloads in the last five days. Yeah, the, it's, I, I hadn't heard of anything until yesterday, to be honest with you. I hadn't heard of it uh, until yesterday either, and I went to the grocery store with Sean, um, and he had his phone and told me that he captured three Pokemons in the grocery store. Uh <laughs> That's great. Really, uh, <laughs> you know, the really good use of the summer, right? Oh, you know, yeah. When we were kids, we were playing outside. Yeah, well. You know I mean? But the thing about this Pokemon Go is it kind of actually, even though they're still staring at their phones, it does make the kids go out. Yeah, I guess that is true. And they, yeah, you're right. Uh, and, and I guess this is this Pokemon thing, it's all over the world, right? I yeah. mean, it's uh, like, for instance, Poland, probably. You could do it in Poland, right? Probably. I would assume so. Yeah, I think it's a global thing. Uh, and yes, Rick, you can even catch Pokemon at Auschwitz. For real? Uh, uh, Pokemon Go. If you've been outside in the last, this is from uh, New York Magazine. If you've been outside in the last three day, days or read this website, you know that it's a big thing, this Pokemon Go. Uh, including Auschwitz, a tipster informs us that he was able to catch her a Ratatatata. Do they have like different names? Is there, oh, like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Pikachu and whatever. Uh, well, he captured a ratatatata while visiting the concentration camp, a prominent location in the Nazis' final solution to eradicate the Jewish people, Auschwitz. So that's nice, right? Okay, uh, you know, Nintendo, you don't have to put them everywhere. <laughs> so is Nintendo actually putting them in these places? I think so, unless I'm not understanding it correctly. I, I. When you turn on the game, I was trying to get this explained to me by Sean yesterday. When you turn on the game, uh, it shows you where the nearest one would be, right? So I, I think you everybody gets it in their house. That's probably built into the app somehow that, you know, through Google Maps, they find you and there's one in your house or whatever. And then, then it's like um, local milestones like there's a church across the street from us and there were several in the church or near the church and the grocery store there were some there you know we drove by the sports authority and there were some there stuff like that um here i'm as we're talking i just um searched for another story here man shares photo of him catching pokebod as his wife prepares to give birth <laughs> so oh, he, uh, hey, hey pal let me just tell you as someone who's been there before right. you are gonna hear about this for the <laughs> right, rest of exactly. your life that just shows you guys 
no attention span whatsoever. Yeah. You know, I mean, your wife's about to give birth and you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm not doing anything. Might yeah. as well see if I can catch her. So this guy named uh, Reddit user Jonathan Thoreau, or not Thoreau, uh, what, what was the Cubs player? It's spelled the same way, the riot. What is it? Terrio. Terrio. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Jonathan Terrio shared a screenshot of uh, his wife in labor. And as there's like a little chicken Pokemon right on the foot of her bed as she's in labor <laughs> and him throwing the little whatever it is, the, the, the ball of fire or whatever it is. It's again, so uh, that's kind of creepy, actually, uh, <laughs> when you're yeah, giving you, birth. I mean, first of all, bad husbanding. Yeah, right, right. We're, we're not, and, and if we think that's bad husbanding, right, it's really bad. Right. You you're know. talking to a guy who had the remote in his hand trying to find the, uh, the National League playoffs during the birth of son number one. All right. Uh, uh, it was NFC uh, NFC playoff game when uh, the Twins were born. See what I'm saying? I, I mean, and that's you know, and, and what, what what bothers me most of all of everything is after you know your wife has the kid, you know the babies. No one asks about you. I know. What about right. the pain it, that we go through? Exactly. You know, I was up for like 14 hours, Rick. <laughs> you know, I I one. had to hold uh, Bridget's leg for the first one. And yeah. and she started bucking and kicked me right in the yeah. cojones. Yeah, no one exactly. ever asked, hey, how are how are the jewels? Yeah. No one asked me that. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And how many vending machine meals can you have? Right. I had to eat ho-hos. <laughs> right. I had those little crackers with that little compartment of orange cheese, you know, I, with the red stick. I had like 12 of those for my dinner that one night. I, Dave, I had a $2 Coke, and this was in 1995. Oh, my God. That's like a $9 Coke now. I, yeah, adjusted for inflation. But no one yeah. ever says, Rick, how was how's your pocketbook after all this? No, they only ask, how's the mom? Oh, right. I know. It, and uh, yeah, it, and parking, my God. <laughs> it was terrible. Right. It, it's, I know. It, whatever. You know, it's just. And the, then you had to put the car seat in for the babies. You know, uh, actually, did you get any help with that? Uh, actually, she did it. Yeah, actually, Bridget did too. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. We are pathetic. Yeah. So, uh, so, but you, but, you, but you know what I'm going to do after we get off uh, here? What? I'm uh, downloading the Pokemon Go app and see, uh, you know, see if if I can uh, go to some horrible place and 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 kill a P- Pikachu or a Rattata. Well, you're kind of a gamer anyway. Um. Yeah. I. You know, once I hit like 45, it kind of, and once I had kids, the yeah. kids. That's another thing after the kids kind of destroys my gaming. You know, I don't have a lot of time to be goofing around. Uh, but yeah, I, I knew my way around spaceport and champagne. Remember those days? Hey, hey, hang on a second. Sean just came in. Hey, Sean, come here for a second. I just want to see if he caught any Pokemon. Okay. Did you catch any Pokemon today? Uh, yes, I did. What did you get? I got a Squirtle and a Pidgeotto. And where did you get those? On our block and in our house. What about the cemetery? Yeah, what about the cemetery? Uh, the cemetery, I got a couple of items like Pokeballs and Revives. And what about across the street at the church? Did you get anything there? Uh, yes, I got a Weedle there. A Weedle. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank Weedle. you. I appreciate hey, that. Hey, Sean, have you read a book today by any chance? He's actually uh, supposed to read 100 pages of his uh, summer reading. Thanks, and yeah. uh, and we probably just got him in trouble by exposing that he was out working on Pokemon Go. So. Okay. Well, good. Well, so that is uh, that's uh, that, and by the way, Nintendo stock yeah. up like twenty four percent. Well, the thing I don't get is this is a free app. 
Yeah, you're right. So, How do they so make the, money? Hey, Sean, do you have to pay for anything as part of this app? Oh, they do have stuff within the app that you can buy, so in, in like coins and stuff. But ask Sean, what is the, is there a quest? Do you have to pick up a certain amount of them or is it yeah, just? Yeah, what, what's the final goal on this game? You just see how many you can get or what's the deal? Oh, there's 250. You got to try to catch all 250. Okay. So does, he, so does he have to go to Poland and get the one in Auschwitz? <laughs> this is going to cost me a fortune. <laughs> right, exactly. Those are your in-app purchases right there. Uh, hey, Sean, I'm going to need you to leave the room because uh, this next story is not appropriate for youngsters, okay? Thanks, Dad. Okay, read your book in the other room. Take the dog with you. Take the phone, too, in case somebody calls. Well, I'm sure on the couch. Isn't he a subscriber? Oh, big fan. This is so, I, he's going to hear it anyway. <laughs> uh, so, hey, by the way, we are doing our shows at home. I don't know if you've yeah. noticed that. <laughs> I'm at my house and David's at his house. Yeah. Um, All right, that's so, fine. We're cutting overhead. We so are. We, you know, this we're free. There's no in-app purchases with us. That's exactly right. All free. So what else you got? All right. So I wanted to talk to you about this Roger Ailes story. Yeah. Have you been following this at all? Yeah, you know, it's hard not to. Uh, although, um, funny, the Fox News site hasn't really mentioned it. <laughs> it was really not covering it very well, are they? <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I'm familiar with it that he uh, may have. So used I'm going to his... call this uh, media minutia because I okay. am also a uh, media writer, a, a media critic for the Illinois Entertainer. So I follow the media as part of my job. And so. I've been following this Roger Ailes case kind of closely because he is the president of Fox News, for those few of you who don't know who he is. And he's being sued for sexual harassment by Gretchen Carlson, who was... Miss America, right? She was Miss America, and she was the, the gal in between the two nimrods on that Fox, Fox and Friends morning show. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. But anyway, as that story has uh, burst onto the scene... Now women are coming out of the woodwork, just like the whole Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. story. Yeah, and yeah. New York Magazine published uh, six of their stories uh, yesterday, and I was—I I must say—I'm intrigued by these. Now, these most of them are old stories, like 30 years old, 40, mm -hmm. 50 years old. The one I'm about to read to you is uh, 50 years old. He was at the time the uh, uh, executive producer of the Mike Douglas show. Right. Remember right. the Mike Douglas show? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono did a whole week, right? With they him? did. It was like a daytime show. Right. Um, but anyway, this is Susan, a model. Now, I just between you and me, I have heard rumblings for years about mm -hmm. this Roger Ailes character. Um, and none of it has been substantiated. I don't have any firsthand knowledge of any of this. But the rumors have been out there in the business for years, just as they were about Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. um, but listen to this one. All right, Susan, 66 years old now, former model. She was 16 years old at the time, oh, living in Pennsylvania. I was sent over for a walk-on part on the Mike Douglas show in the winter of 1967. It was 6.30 in the evening, and the place was totally closing up. Ailes took me into this big office and locked the door with the key. He reclined on a couch in a seating area under a map that had flags of all the cities they are syndicated in. So you can kind of picture it. Right. A big map. Right. Exactly. Uh, he proceeded to pull down his pants. Oh, my God. 
and very gingerly pull out his genitals and said, kiss them. And they were red like raw hamburger. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Well, he should get that checked. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like a just I, uh, a little creepy. It, it reminds me kind of like a Mad Men episode. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. meticulously dressed with long white shirt tails coming out. And it was uh, just like at the end of the long day. And I was supposed to know what to do. Remember, she was 16. 16 years old. 16 yeah, years it was, old. It was 1966. They grew up much quicker. Back well, then. no, they did not. Well, <laughs> right, right, he said, she said, I'd never seen a man's privates before. I jumped up. The door was locked and nobody was out there. And he chased me around the office. With with his, his yeah. little... And at some point, it dawned on him that it wasn't going to happen, so he pulled up his trousers, and he was very angry and rushed over to his desk, pulled open a door, and this is this this just has so many levels of weirdness to it, and he had a reel-to-reel tape recorder going. Oh, my God. Uh, and he said to me, don't tell anybody about this. I've got it all on tape. Like, well, like... It- <laughs> how is that going to exonerate him exactly you know like, what are you doing you no, you moron it's it's like the nazis they taped everything and they kept records of everything what are you doing that is just an unbelievably horrible story and i know it's there, 50 years ago and there's no you know the statute of limitations and you know supposedly you know they said that it's all made up and but who makes up that story I, I, and for and, what reason and and whenever one of these stories happens and another one comes out and another one comes out, they're, they're usually true. And you, you see know? there's a general, like, uh, modus operandi. Right. And, like and his stories – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm saying that Bill Cosby, you, you slipped him the mickey, right? You know, that's that was his Right. And, and Roger Ailes, allegedly, according to these accusations, routinely said, you get the job if you give me something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that blatant. Uh, it makes you wonder, everybody on the air now. Yeah. I, uh, you don't want to besmirch the entire you know, network, uh, yeah. all of the, the women on there. But holy mackerel, that's I, just awful. Well, he's going to, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in karma. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with Bill Cosby, too, you know, there's uh, something's going to come out if if there needs to be come out and um and why would carlson do this it's not like it's going to be a good for her career well uh, you know and she's got a, a very wealthy husband who's uh who's a lawyer too so i mean she's not doing it for the money but she's got enough money that the whole going. threat of hey we will bankrupt you right right it, if ain't, you ain't pursue f- this ain't fly- right ain't flying right um well like i said i hope I hope whatever women need to get closure get their closure on this, and uh, and if he is indeed guilty, I hope you know he gets whatever he deserves. Yeah, I'm with um, you. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, penises, yeah, and slang terms for penises, yeah, um, you know schmuck, the Yiddish, you know, you know, you know the word schmuck. Standard, it's a, yes, it's you, it's a it's a Yiddish term for penis. Right. Um, but here's a headline. Man arrested after giving teens drunken gun safety lecture using a legal pistol, and his name is Schmuck. 
<laughs> so, uh, so it was man, destined to happen at some right, point. Uh, a man with the surname of Schmuck was arrested after allegedly giving teenagers a lecture on gun safety using a legal loaded firearm while being hammered. Police in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Hey, it's not Florida or Texas. That's good. Pennsylvania. Uh, police in Carlisle, Pennsylvania said that they were called to the store after Christopher Schmuck tried to educate the, the youngsters using guns while really intoxicated. Um, so that led me. That's to a trifecta, kind of, by the way. Guns, young people, and being hammered. Right. And with the name of Schmuck. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought, well, you know, this can't possibly be the only news story where the name is ironic. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, it can't be, right? Right. So I did a little research. I did show prep. Okay, good. I, mean, I, I, spent, I spent a pretty good chunk of time, and I started to research all other news items that might have, you know, this kind of irony. And I made a little quiz for you because I know how much you love quizzes. I do love quizzes. Uh, I'm going to give you – it's a two-part quiz. Uh, the first – I'm going to give you four headlines, um, and you tell me which one is the fake one. Okay. okay? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Sean in the room? No. I mean, he, he, yeah, I've got the headphones. He can't hear. Uh, man named Peace arrested for violent attack. Okay. okay. Sounds uh, legit. Right. Man named Donald Papa Dick arrested in Canada for showing people his penis. <laughs> okay. Uh, woman named No Smoking. Or Nasmo King, I did the ma- I did I connected the dots for you. Woman named Nasmo King arrested for smoking in airplane uh, bathroom. I want these to be true. Uh, well, three of them are okay. Uh, a guy named Fook Yu was arrested for watching gay porn, then trying to force himself onto another dude. Wow. Yeah, one of those are not. True. I'm gonna say Papa Dick's not real. Papa Dick, Papa Dick, that is real. Let me uh, let me go here. Man named Donald Papa Dick, and this is uh, April 30th, just a few uh, months ago. Toronto, a uh, 62-year-old man has been charged after he was caught exposing himself in an Ottawa area park. His name, Donald Papa Dick. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. Give. What was the other ones? Uh, uh, you know what? You, I'm gonna. Because I want the no smoking one to be true. Okay. And uh, what was the last one again? A guy named Fook You. Oh, yeah, yeah. A- I want that one to be true, too. Okay, so I'm going to say the fake one is the first one. Man named Peace arrested for violent attack? Yeah. Uh, you think that that is false? I think that's false. Uh, this is June 13th, 2016. A man with the first name Peace was arrested early Saturday morning in Eugene, Oregon, after he allegedly attacked a woman with a large stick. Okay. Yeah. So the um, Fook you is true? So the and, no smoking one is not. Yeah, okay. Nah. Well, that was really well written. Well, I, thank you. Thank you. That, that, that's the fake one. All right. Let's do another one. Okay. Uh, um, say it ain't so. Santa Claus arrested on suspicion of DUI. <laughs> okay. Okay. Santa. Uh-huh. Uh, Athens man named Sag Onaki arrested for throwing cheese in a restaurant. <laughs> okay. Florida woman named Crystal Metheny arrested in Florida. Remember Florida. <laughs> okay. Okay. Woman named Max Cox 
gets arrested for public sex. Wow. Yeah, Those let, are let me good go. Ones. Let me go. These are this is a good one. Let me do it again. Uh, Saint Aid So Santa Claus arrested on suspicion of DUI. Okay. Athens man named Sag Onaki arrested for throwing cheese in restaurant. Florida woman named Crystal Matheny arrested in Florida. And woman named Max Cox gets arrested for public sex. You've got five seconds. Uh, I'm going to say the last one's fake. What? Uh, Max, Max Cox. Cox. Yeah. Well, Maxine is short for Ma- or Max is short for Maxine. Maxine Cox is a woman who lives up to her name. Wow. A 42-year-old resident of England, Cox is a mother of five uh, <laughs> who uh, has been arrested 10 times. Uh, she was caught, she uh, was caught in a parked car near a Hearn Bay, Kent, uh, having sex. So, uh, no, Maxine Cox. That's true. That's real. Uh, you got 33% chance of getting the next one right. Go uh, on. Okay. Um, oh, boy. Uh, oh, I'm, I, I'm forgetting some of the other ones. Uh, say it ain't so, Santa Claus. You know what? That's Drunk it. Santa. Drunk Santa's fake. You think so? Yeah. Really? Yep. It is, isn't it? No. Say it ain't so, Santa Claus arrested on suspicion of DUI. Associated Press. January 26, Spokane, Washington. A man named legally or legally named Santa Claus was, was arrested after police in Idaho said they saw, saw him driving on the wrong side of the street. Now this is weird. It's Spokane, Washington is the AP, but yet it's uh in Idaho. Well, Idaho's not even worth having an AP office. I think that's uh, was everything is is Ivy playing Pokémon too? Yeah. <laughs> I think somebody's at our door. It's probably the mailman. Sorry right, get about him that. On. Sean, can you get, get take care of that? Sorry. Okay. Uh, well, so give me the give me the real one, or the fake one rather. Give me the fake one. Athens man named Saganaki arrested for throwing. Okay, I should have known. I should have known. You have a modus operandi. <laughs> do do I? Yeah, I you, you kind of do. All right. Well, uh, it's it's so all it. like back to our wait till next year uh, thing. But uh, that's a story for another day. And actually, it's time for just one bad century anyway. Time now for a collection of cub geekness. This is just one bad century with Rick and Dave. Now, you know, uh, I am a uh, I am the editor in chief of the website Just One Bad Century. And one of my favorite things to do, Dave, is to go back in history and find out what was happening with the Cubs on very important days in history. And this week in 1977 was that New York City blackout. Do you remember that? Uh, where were you when the, light, when the lights went out? Was yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, Spike sure. Lee, I think, did a whole movie about it. But the whole city of New York was blacked out. There were no lights uh, for, you know, I think, I think more than 24 hours. I think it was, yeah, yeah it went two days. With no lights at all. Uh, LaGuardia and Kennedy airports were closed. Uh, automobile tunnels were closed because of the lack of ventilation. 4,000 people had to be evacuated from the subway system. And when the power went out, the Cubs just happened to be playing against the Mets at Shea Stadium at that moment at 9.31 p.m. Really? Yeah. They were leading 2-1. to one. Uh- Lenny Randall was batting for the Mets. And they had like a generator uh, PA system there that uh-huh. uh, lit up part of the stadium, but not enough to keep playing the game. They they waited for, until about eleven o'clock, and then they they cl- they uh, shut it down for the night. 
and then they went back to their hotel. This is you know, this is actually kind of every now and then I'll stumble onto a story that I never would have found otherwise. This is kind of a cool story. They uh, they were staying at uh, the Waldorf Astoria, the sure. Cubs. They had to walk up 17 flights of stairs to go to their rooms because none of the elevators were working. The air conditioning wasn't working. It was unseasonably hot. And then the next day, they had to leave town. So they, they had to carry their luggage down 17 flights of stairs. Um, was Rick Russell on that team? Yeah, he was. Yeah, Oof. imagine Rick Russell trying to pull that <laughs> off. I think last week you talked about uh, Chris Christie running for a bus. <laughs> I think Rick Russell carrying his uh, luggage is actually pretty much the same thing. Uh, Isn't that kind of a cool story, though? Yeah. That- now, did they... Now, what inning was it? Was it an official game? Uh, they did finish the game up. Let's see. The suspended game against the Mets wasn't replayed until two months later. They picked it up where the game left off with the Cubs leading 2-1 to one in the sixth inning. Ray Burris, who oh. had pitching when the lights went out, took the mound and was credited with a complete game. But it took him 66 days to earn that complete game victory. Did they ever figure out why the lights went out? Was it, was it like, you remember in the movie Airplane? When the guy accidentally <laughs> right. took the, uh, no, I don't. I don't think they did. I mean, it was uh, like a full system outage, and and they uh, eventually, um, by the time the cub, by, by the time the lights came back on, the Cubs were in Philadelphia playing against the Phillies. So that uh, is this week's just one bad century. Uh, Seventy-seven. What was the Cubs' final record? It wasn't good, right? I think they ended up eighty-one and eighty-one, but seventy-seven was the year, if you remember, Dave, as a White right, Sox the, fan. We were both in first place until like the All Star break. In fact, even right. after the All Star break, I think. Right? right, and then collapse city. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen this. No, year. it won't happen. All right, it's time for celebrity potpourri. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So the object of Celebrity Potpourri, for those of you who are new to our show, is every week uh, Dave reaches into a bowl of names, of celebrity names. These are names that I have written down, all the celebrities that I've run across during my 20-some year radio career. And it's basically just about every celebrity that you can think of. And then he pulls a name out, and I have to tell the story of that uh, celebrity. So, uh, This was a good one. Uh, Boy George. Oh, Dave, you're part of this story. Yeah, I, I know. That's why I think it's a good one. Okay. I love me. <laughs> so let me set the stage. This one goes way back. This 80, is 1983, 84, somewhere uh, around uh, then. Yeah. I was the afternoon drive uh, disc jockey at WPGU in Champaign, and Dave was the promotion director at that time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we uh, got Boy George booked onto our show because he had he had been um, he had been booked to the assembly hall, and at that and he just did not have an assembly hall kind of following, right? They were discovering as he toured across with the Culture Club. If you if you don't remember who Boy George is, he was the lead singer of the Culture Club. And as they toured across the country, they kind of realized that, hey, we're kind of big, but we're not that big. Right, right. We're big in Europe. We're big in England. Uh, I mean, they were notable. Well, they had a I mean, huge they had a very devoted following. And uh, so when we got a chance to interview Boy George, who was this flamboyant. Um, how would you describe Boy George? Uh, he was like a male Lady Gaga. 
<laughs> That's right? a, that could be the most perfect description ever. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. He was. Uh, yeah. He was. He was not afraid to convey his sexual orientation. He was a gender bender. Right. Exactly. Uh, and you know, I'm a big fan of Culture Club. I are not a big fan, but. Uh, yeah, they had some I, good songs. Karma poppy, Chameleon. Uh, yeah, poppy hits that are in my head. Do you really want to hurt me? These right, are some right. of their songs from the early 80s. Yeah, not not horrible. So anyway, I got on the air and started promoting the interview, as you're supposed to do as a radio guy, and mm-hmm. said, boy, George will be coming into the studio in the next hour or so. Well, unbeknownst to me, a huge crowd assembled outside the front door of... Our radio station. And we were located in the basement of a dorm. Right. (laughs) So there were never huge crowds in front of our radio station. And they were apparently all over the place. And boy, George and his limo showed up and saw this huge crowd and said, you know what? Screw it. I don't want to deal with it. And left. Now, I was on the air holding the bag when I found out that this had happened. And Dave just happened to be in the I, studio. No, I think I was the one who told you because I, I was the promotion right. director. That's right. And I saw, saw what was going on, and I had to alert you that, well, you might want to not promote the interview anymore. But you did not. I got mad. You got mad. You got pissy. I got, got mad. Uh, it almost got You almost got as mad as you are when you can't go into a bar because of a dress code. <laughs> right. That's true. I get you very got, upset about that. Uh, but yeah, you got really mad. And what did you do, Rick? I put Dave on the air yeah. and yeah. said that you were Boy George. <laughs> right. And as a good improv guy, I yes and anded, right? Now, I just went ahead with it. But the and, bit was obvious, you know, because I was just obviously mad. And you, you, have, you do the worst English accent ever. And we should also say that Boy George is British. Hello, Governor. (laughs) Hello, Rick. I'm Boy George. (laughs) It was that bad. Yep, yep. It was, and I believe you even called yourself Oi George. I I call myself Oi George, and my favorite cartoon character was uh, 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 Boy George Jetson. Right. This is the kind of interview we were doing. You know, basically the sort of thing you'd hear on this show, Minutia Men. (laughs) The Onion. We did Onion Radio then. I mean, obviously anybody with a brain would not think that this was true. Except. Except. (laughs) So this is the funny part of the story. The newspaper showed up to take pictures (laughs) of of me and boy George. And they <laughs> right, came right. into the studio and they're like, hey, right. where is he? We want to take pictures. I'm like, he's right there. Like, right, yeah, that's right. not boy George. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> that, I know, that's Hello, Governor, you're from the News Gazette. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> like, you moron. Can't you tell that that is the worst English accent ever? <laughs> well, do you also remember that summer PGU did that um, fantasy concert? Oh, remember? yeah, 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 yeah. And what what the radio station would do is we would have, you know, for 24 hours or whatever it is, we would promote this fake fantasy concert at the South Farms in Champaign. And, you know, the doors would be there who (laughs) had been dead for, you know. The Beatles. The Beatles were there. Right, exactly. Uh, You know, all these bands, you know, some were alive, but most of them were dead from the sixth Janis Joplin, you know, whatever. And there were people. And the bit was it was all live music that we were playing. So it sounded live, like it could have been live. But anyone with a brain knew it wasn't really happening. 
and people went to the South Farm. They went, well, where do you where do you go? Where are they? Hey, man, I'm driving all over the place here. I can't find them anywhere. Where <laughs> where are the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, it's it was total uh, Orson Welles, War of the Worlds. It was. Uh, so, uh, but uh, so that yeah, uh, is the Boy George story, and it's one of my favorites. I I love that one. Well, I'll put it back. Okay. I'll okay. put it back. We'll say it again. Other, you know, because then in what, about seven or eight episodes, we're going to just start recycling stuff. Anyways, Are we? Right? Okay. Yeah, I think we'll start mailing it in by about mid-August. Okay. So put that on your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. To find out more about Rick and Dave, you can check out uh, EckhartsPress.com and ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. If you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at MinutiaManPodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to thank our executive producer, Tony Lasano from Opie Productions. And our distributor, Ed Silla, who Dave has made uh, gay overtures towards. I did uh, not. I just, no, I just, I just appreciate his manly specimen. <laughs> okay. Interpret that as you will. Uh, from the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, thank you very much for doing that. Be sure to tell a friend about Minutia Men. And we're at radiomisfits.com. And you can tune in again next week for another episode of... Hey, we're coming up, Minutia Men. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Hey, it's Tony Lasano from Lasano Friends, and Evie Olson has this to tell you. <laughs> um, great talk radio isn't dead. <laughs> it just learned how to speak a different I'm sorry, language. Tony just great talk radio <laughs> isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Don't use any of this. Lasano <laughs> like, and friends. Can you please just delete all of this? <laughs> Radiomisfits.com. Oh, yeah, right there. Oh